Hey, all you IT listeners out there. I just wanted to take a moment before the show to share with you our new sponsor. We've been working with BestRadioTravel.com to bring the lowest hotel prices to our loyal listeners. Stay tuned during the upcoming show to hear more about how you can save 15 to 30% off your hotel rates. Awesome. Let's start the show. Girlfriend, here is your show. Girlfriended, your chance to connect with other women, especially the woman that is most overlooked, yourself. Girlfriended is all about helping you become self-aware, not self-involved. The aim is to provide information that relates to life, which leads to real connections and results in a desire to connect or care for those in need. And now the women want to help you in more ways than you can count every day. From the website, girlfriendit.com, and the movement, girlfriendit. Here are Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan on toginet.com. We have such an exciting show today, if I do say so myself. We have Carrie Pomeroli is an American stand-up comedian, actress, and author based in Los Angeles. She is a majorly sought-after corporate motivational speaker with past clients, such as Ford Motor Company, Chrysler, and Cisco Systems. And she has appeared in plenty of TV shows. I'm actually going to list some of them, so don't hold your breath, because there's plenty. She's been seen on Nick at Night, Mom's Night Out, her TV web series, Momland, with co-star Angela Hoover from America's Got Talent. Carrie has been on The Tonight Show, Good Morning America, Showbiz, Tonight, CNN, Lifetime, TV, and the Oxygen Channel. Okay, maybe I'm not going to go through all the lists. But today, Carrie is on our show, and we thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Carrie, how are you? Patty, I'm exhausted listening to that vibe. I know, I know. (laughs) I'm like, enough, enough, enough. So well, I'm having te- I'm having technical difficulties at my house today. So I, I'm praying like our phones are being weird, everything. And I realize that I need to go on some sort of tech audience breaking out into hives if I can't have my phone working. So <laughs> you you are you're kind of like hopping in and out, but that just makes us lean in more and try to really oh, like focus on what you're saying. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How is it? How is it? Is uh, it any better? Yeah, we're good. This is this is how I live my life. You know, you're you're not supposed to be talking while you're driving. Well, you guys have the same rule in LA, right? You're not supposed to be on your phone, so you put yeah. it on your Bluetooth oh, yeah, sure. and and yeah, it's just continuously hopping in and out on your on your Bluetooth. But well, hey, I I'm excited to have you, Carrie. I think it was probably a decade ago when when we had you on the oh, show. Lord. And and here we are again, and you, in the meantime, have just been expanding your business, and you're doing crazy, amazing things. I know you've been um, in the motion picture deadlock, and you've also, the latest one is the Brendan Manning story that's right now on Netflix. Tell me a little bit about that. You know what I'm most excited about? A writer for the Hallmark Channel. So if you have women that are listening to your podcast, yes, the tribe yes. of my favorite, of my favorite. So I've written two movies for the Hallmark Channel, the time of my life being behind the scenes as a writer 
and creating um, a dory that are G-rated so I can watch them with my daughter. So I'm really, yes. that's, that's what I'm really know. Okay, so uh, you are kind of hopping in and out. You're saying that you're a raider Sorry. for the Hallmark Channel. Yes. And yes. and what and, exactly? Uh, I, I've written two movies for them, and this is my second script that's excited about it. So what are the movies? Well, it's called Love by Proxy, and one of them is called Renovate My Heart. And I know that it's predictable. So in every movie, you have to have a puppy and a lumberjack boy for breakfast. And uh, <laughs> Candace Cameron and Joey Lawrence. So I'm happy to be okay. writing uh, clean, clean movies. That is so cute. I love that you're bringing the puppies in. And, yes, definitely need the guy wearing the flannel shirt. That's awesome. And, and you then know, he takes his shirt off at some point. <laughs> we um, we've had Michael Landon Jr. <laughs> My movie, I can write what I want. Exactly. Oh, yeah, I love him. In the past, we've had Michael Landon Jr. on when he was writing uh, when when meets the heart. What is that? Uh, the when other calls the heart. I've seen every episode. It's yeah. So same thing. When he was writing that, it's like, yeah, I want to be able to write something that I can actually watch with my kids. Yeah, I'm really excited, and I hope the law. I hope it's a long relationship. Yeah, that. Now, how did you? What, what we're doing here um, with girlfriend it is we're transitioning to we're, we're finally doing a facelift after a decade of you know focusing on what what is mm-hmm. your it like how do you develop your it and how did you develop mm-hmm. this I mean how did you transition from stand up comedy did you just get to where you were writing so much that finally you were developing the skill and you moved into doing this for Hallmark what were some of your steps uh, quick it took about thirteen years. And so um, my advice to anybody listening, leap one day at a time. I just woke up and I looked for the open doors in my life. I looked for give me a chance and wanted to give me an opportunity. And I worked really, really hard. And we, we've worked together for 10 years now. And it's, we, we, we consistently put in the work. We consistently meet. We consistently write. And I think the best thing that I've learned is you never stop working and you never stop what it is that you feel you're called to do. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, it really does. It takes grit. I think you, you're working and you're writing and you're doing it daily. And we have a tendency to look at what other people are doing and, and thinking, I'm not doing anything unique. I'm not doing anything different. And you let that beat you up and it causes you to pause sometimes. Whereas you just, it is, it's hard work. It's hitting it daily. Like you said. Yeah, and and enjoying it. If you don't enjoy it, don't do it. I do. This life is too short. Absolutely. Now, what what strategy besides just daily doing it do you use to like develop? Are you are you still trying to do you try to put a lot of your comedy into your writing, or now are you more focused on giving it some depth? Not that comedy doesn't have depth, and, <laughs> and you're uh, no, so no, with not it. at all. Um, well, I like, and so that was really a part of where I could take things to the next level. Um, them last summer, they're coming out this fall, and that was, you know, one o'clock in the morning through tears myself, and I don't edit myself. I leave that to other people. So I just put it all on the page and create. Don't edit your thoughts and just get it all out there. And then, so part of my development strategy is just to like have a lot of brain um, uh, for a long time until I got all my thoughts on paper. And then I could shape it 
sorry. I my neighborhood had an outage of technical difficulties. My whole board. Um, just to finish my thought, I just think that if you want to write and create, it's not. And I never censor myself. I put everything out on the page and I shape it later. And you know what? Even even that, just to go, don't edit your thoughts. Don't censor it. Just just start writing. Exactly. And you want it to be so brilliant and so powerful that instead it just paralyzes you rather than just start writing. And that works out well for you. You have somebody else that can come back and edit and censor it <laughs> to go, no, you can't say this in front uh, of yeah, people. Yeah, and, and I think it's all pairing yourself up with the right people and getting people that are better than you that I you know what I mean? Harder than you that know how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, absolutely. Up with the right team. Yeah. Well, and that's got to be so nice for you when you were doing stand up, because I know there are times as a speaker when you get that feeling like this isn't going well. Your mouth gets dry. You get sweaty. You start talking faster. Time slows down. You know, it's like you can almost hear the growing murmur of the discontented crowd. Right, and right. you think, I've lost them. I, right. I'm not going to be able to get this back. Whereas when you write it, right, right. It, now you can. You can figure it out and go, okay, no, that's that's really not funny. Or that that doesn't have any power behind it. So that's got to be night. Partnership. Partnership is great because you have a sound like helping you. And I think that's been my favorite part of the writing process. Yeah. Yeah. So are you, um, is, has that been your, your main gig now? Are you still doing comedy? No, I know you're no, not a single mom of two daughters. So I do five jobs a day. I don't even know what, I wake up, I'm traveling and I'm doing comedy and I'm writing and I'm creating. It's a sense if you want to be an entertainer, I don't think you get to the luxury of just doing one thing. Yeah. So I'm doing a book tour. I'm uh, working on some video projects. So I'm just having fun not to get into that place of desperation of, oh, I have to do this for the money. But I, you know, I, we have to make a living. So, um, but I I love everything that I do. That's awesome. All right. Do you, uh, what, what has happened now since you say you're a a single mom? Do you mind sharing with our listeners? I know I have quite a few friends that are going through that same, you know, just being Um, able to talk about it and go, what happened here? Well, you know what? I married a wonderful man, still a very, very dear part of our life. And without making it sound cliche, because I've gone through divorce, everybody has a story and um you know uh it's not a single mom's club divorce club you're afraid everybody's going to judge you but but, um husband for 10 years suffered with bipolar disorder and it was a big fat battle so um he really needed to take care of himself and do the things that we've managed to co-parent um in one house uh we still are not the typical divorce couple but um you know i i've learned to have of grace that family comes in all different uh titles and uh we're family we have daughters that need us every day in their lives so that's what we've chosen to do so uh, you guys are actually parenting under the same roof you're actually single uh he doesn't officially live with me but let's just say dad's around like that but he takes out my garbage and he helps me but um 
you know, make it work. Like, that's where we are today. I don't know where we're going to be tomorrow, but for the past five years, what it looks like. But my kids have daddy in one house making breakfast. If he's over at his house, he'll drive over in the morning and take them to school and bring them home and tuck them in. And so uh, it, it's what it's what works for us. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome. And especially when you do focus on, okay, what's best for the family unit rather than what's, what's best for me. And this is how it works today. Might not work like that tomorrow, but, but good for you. And with that, Carrie, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then we are going to try a different method here for talking to you. So we'll be right back. This is Girlfriended on Togginap. Don't forget to tell your friends to check it out on Girlfriended.com. It's time to discover it, connect it, propel it, Girlfriended. And we'll be right back with more Girlfriended Radio right after these. Toginet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discounts you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash patty to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of our show through Toginet Radio. We have negotiated special rates of over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Patty. Sign up and enjoy the discounts. That is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Patty. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. Can muscle turn into fat? It sure looks like it can. But the reality is, it can't. When you have tight and defined muscles, and you quit working out with weights, or exercising at all in some cases, it seems like your hard muscle turns to flab. Remember, muscle and fat are two different entities, and one cannot turn into another. What happens is when you stop exercising, your muscle fibers grow smaller, while your fat cells grow larger. With exercise, your muscles make the fibers grow, And when you stop exercising, they reduce in size. Likewise, your body's fat cells can change in size depending on how much fat each one stores. So keep your body fit, healthy, and strong. Keep up your exercise. And don't let conditioned muscles become flabby. For the Fitness Minute, I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back to Girlfriended Radio, a chance for you to let your hair down, curl up with a mug of whatever you love, and have some nice girl talk. It's Girlfriended, the radio show on toginet.com. And now back to the show with your hosts, Patty and Lisa. 
Okay, Carrie, we, we now have you back on uh, with different technology. Hopefully it's going to go a little smoother. And you were sharing about being under the same roof and creating uh, the, the best way you know how right now in this season uh, of what this being single and still having dad around to make breakfast. Uh, what What's the biggest struggle that you have found with this? Like how do you date somebody else when, okay, dad's around. Oh, I, um, I have been in a very serious relationship for five years. I'm with uh, my Netflix and my electric blanket. So I feel <laughs> where I am most comfortable. If I had to go on a date, I would be mortified. I would just be like, care about you. What's your credit score? Do you snore? Like I have no <laughs> desire at in this stage of my life, I don't have room for anybody else in my house. I already have somebody to take out my garbage. It's just not on the agenda, like, at all. Like, it, it just almost, it makes me laugh when my friends have marriage problems. I'm, like, I'm done. I'm so done. I don't want to go to counseling. I don't want to go to marriage retreat. Like, I'm good. good. But yeah. that could change. And then I'd be like, see that guy on the couch? Like, that's Ron. <laughs> you guys came together. I mean, you know, I it's just not, it's not even in my world. Yeah. Thing. So, uh, I, and I just like, that's today. And I think life is, you know, I just have to leave my house and the house I've been in for five years and, you know, life is ever changing and it's okay. God, what's today? What is today hold? And what do I have to get done today? And what can I fit in my, my plate today? How do I get back into my bed so I can continue watching this is us on NBC? Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, okay, so it's, 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 it's 6 a.m. and I know I will be back here at 10 a.m. So I just got to get through all these meetings until 10 PM tonight. But, um, yeah, so I, I really have learned that life is unpredictable for you curveballs, and you have to not think too far ahead in the future or you're going to freak yourself yeah. out. Yeah. Well, and I like how you said at the beginning of the show, it's just, you, you do it one step at a time. It's just daily. You show up daily and you, you, you can have a vision and you can go, Hey, this is what I want. But, Otherwise, it can be, you know, really overwhelming. And I think that it stops us and it paralyzes us when we look at it from that bigger picture versus just today I'm going to be as amazing as as I possibly can that God get gifted me with and I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. That's a great, a great. I, I like, I try really to nurture my relationships with other I have a roommate. Her name is Debbie. And, um, I'm really blessed in my home. I really work hard to create my home as a pleasant environment. And I way that not to compromise on who you have living with you and what your home environment. So, um, I think that's something that everybody can focus on. It's like, you need to come home to a place that's and you need to come home to a place that you're excited to be there. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting you say that because I just heard where uh, a lot of the Generation Z, when when we were growing up, you can get, you know, beat up at school, be bullied, have people say mean things. But then you go home and you have a safe place. You have, you know, you can sit around the dinner table and and be able to kind of share what happened in your day. Whereas these kids today, not only are they getting beat up, then they are on social media at night. They're not sitting around a dinner table and they're continuously looking at, 
you know, who's not liking what whatever story they put out or whatever picture they put out and everybody else is having fun. Everybody else is doing something and they're not invited to. Uh, so they're just in this world of isolation and feeling lonely. And how do we create those safe places for our kids and, and get get the smartphone out of their hand or something so they can. I know my, my daughter's 18 and my husband, she's off at college. And so we are now empty nesters. Yay. But my husband, he said, you know, I really want to challenge you to just put your phone down at night for a couple hours. And she said, I can't, I just can't. (laughs) And I, I thought, wow. But then I realized, well, you, you're not putting your phone down either. (laughs) So we really do have some issues with our addiction to um, either, yeah, Netflix or the or social media, whichever one we're choosing here. Or both. Or both. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I really feel like there's uh, scientific studies that talk about the endorphin rush that you get from social media when somebody makes a positive comment linked to the same rush that you get with certain drugs. It's a dopamine, dopamine rush. I find myself up sometimes in the middle of the night. I have insomnia and I just want to go on Facebook and I'm like, he wrote something and I posted a cute picture of my kids and they're like, Oh, go, you're a great mom. And like, no, it's addictive in a way that I don't know is like the worst thing in the world, but it's not, you know, and then there's also a way to connect with people. People email me all the time for like prayer requests and encouragement. People from all over the world. I got an email from India the other day. Um, so it's just weird. I think that. You know, once a year I do a 30 day social media fast. I do like a total fast of like sugar and media. And I'm really, really happy during that month. But the minute I get back on, it's like frenzy situation. And I, I haven't figured out the balance of it, but my kids don't have an analogy. They're 11, they're almost 12 and eight and, uh, they get to listen to music and that's it. Wow. So, but I know that won't last forever. Well, I'm, I'm impressed that you do a 30 day fast. 30 days. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. But it's really good. It's so good. I do it every January because I just need to unplug. Yeah, that that's that's powerful. I will forget my I just forgot my computer last weekend. We were away and I kept I kept fantasizing about different ways I could get back to the house to get my computer. And I had my phone. I kept thinking, what are you missing? You know, you can do everything you, you know you want, but there were, I had so many documents and so many other things on my computer that I kept thinking, Oh, I could get that done. And Oh, I could finish that gig. And Oh, I can, it's, it's horrible. And it's like, it's okay. It's okay to not be doing something. So 30 days. And also I'm, I'm it's okay, um, like not to answer everybody two seconds, but it pops up and I want to answer you. You know what I mean? So it's this instant gratification. And he messenger, like if I message you, I can, it's so voyeuristic. I can tell if you read it or not. You know what I mean? Sometimes right. I turn off social media off my phone and I just take it off my phone for a while because I can get it on my home computer. So there's just things. And then I'm like, whose adoration am I living for? You know, am I living yeah. for the adoration of people that I don't even know people all over the world or am I living for like that my kids think I'm doing a good job or that God is pleased with me? And I don't win that battle. Nine times out of ten, I don't win that battle. But I feel that, you know, when I always go back to my, my faith and go back to that relationship with God, he's never like there to judge me and be like, well, you sucked it up this week. You know? Yeah. So I just, I, I try every day, girl, every day is a battle. You know, every yeah. day is a yeah. battle. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so I want to talk about where do you get your material as you're writing for for Hallmark? Do you how do you organize your thoughts this way? You talked about I just write them down and don't edit it, just pour it out. Do you just every time you get a thought, are you carrying your phone around and dictating in your phone? No, Which- no, I um like that. Claire and I get together. There's a bottle of red wine and guacamole and carrots usually. We start with an outline. And yeah, I know she's a healthy, skinny girl. I hate her chips and she eats carrots. Um, but the deal is she always comes to my house and I have to have guacamole for Auntie Claire, Lucy says. But we have an outline. We start with an outline and then we break it into like a film has nine acts. And then we, um, sometimes we watch old eighties movies and we're like, Oh, they did that in the notebook. This would be really cute in our movie. Like let's re let's rework that. But I love that scene where he wrote and I love, let's write something about him writing a letter. So, you know, art imitates art. So sometimes we go off and create engines and we're like, that reminds me of George Michael. And then Claire has to pull up the George Michael song. And then we have to sing the song yeah. at the top. Yes. And sometimes we write musical comedy. We've written a play before and it was a musical comedy and song so we would be in the kitchen singing michael jackson and queen and um bangles and we <laughs> write a little we write little we write for we're writing a movie hopefully for netflix and when you write for other, uh people not hallmark you can sneak in funny um we have this character who herself belinda carlisle because she was in love with the she was in love with the singer and so we just were writing crazy stories about how she meets her idols and like eighties throwback videos and stuff. But uh, we just take our everyday life and what we think is fun and funny. And we're like, let's put that in a script, you know, and our life is we both have 11 year old daughters and we're writing a, a project called mommy mafia <laughs> together. And just all the stupid stuff that moms do in the carpool lane and, you know, just all the craziness of me, you know, even as adults. So we just kind of go, Oh, this is totally going to script. This is totally going to script. I had to talk to my daughter about puberty is horrible. And so, um, so, you know, we just kind of like talk about it and then we write when we're together. That's awesome. Well, that, that is a great tip because people, you know, when you're, when you're talking to them, they just keeps going. How do you start? Where do you even know where, where to begin? But we, we have a 30 seconds before we're finished um, with our show today. And can you tell us, you know, where to find your stuff, how to look you up, what's your latest book? My latest book, I have two books coming out, and they're on Amazon right now. And uh, it's called The Proverbs 32 Woman, hashtag hot mess for Jesus. And uh, (laughs) uh, the second she rises late and her kids make her breakfast, Confessions of the Proverbs 32 Woman. And the best find me is just on social media. All right. Thank you for being a part of this special program, Girlfriended, the show dedicated to the most important woman you know, yourself. It's the show.